When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly-ish column called Unpopular Opinion wherever the fuck I want to write it, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he is the front man of the fantastic rock band Countless Thousands. He's also a local politician, provided you live in the Glendale area. Hey, maybe you should vote for him sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, we're always happy to have him here, Danger Van Gorder. Also joining me, she hosts the 12 Questions podcast right here on the goddamn Unpops Podcast Network. And she's one of the co-hosts of the Brouhaha Podcast, also on the Unpops Network. And she's a fantastic comic who you should go see tell jokes sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, Anna Valenzuela. And Jeff is my co-host. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Woo! Should we cheer? I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Yes, cheer. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. You can't stop me. You can't uh, stop me from Jeff. cheering. Jeff. Yes. Jeff. Jeff, you're supposed to be cheering. Why would you hiss? That's how Jeff cheers. You're, you're co-hosting this episode. Why would you hiss? Why does the job belong? I will say this. I was <laughs> at a comedy show and someone hissed and they didn't like a joke. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't think people did that. Yeah, that's pretty great. Ooh. It was just... Best heckle I've ever heard was the other night. I was doing a show. Uh, I went up, and then uh, uh, another comic we all know Who? went up. It was <laughs> uh, he went up, and then a man in the front row said to him mid set, uh, "Are you still doing this?" Ouch. <laughs> or no, Ooh. he said, "Are you still talking?" And he said, "Yes, I am." And the guy said, "You shouldn't be." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, brutal." I That's know. Anna Valenzuela, by the way. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> how's it going, Raider Nation? <laughs> so careful, she's, Devout- got a, she's got a blade somewhere. Though. I do. We were in Modesto when that happened, which is oh, so everybody had blades. Everybody had blades, yeah. and, and there and were more. Was a Raiders, fan. and everybody was and, a Raiders fan. Anna Valenzuela from the Brouhaha Podcast, yes. the Twelve Questions Podcast. Yes. Bo Jackson historian. No, as we I found out now. before the episode, I was completely Disgusting. wrong. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize she, again I've to never, Bo Jackson. His I do family. not get offended at anything. She said something very. It was very outrageous. It was so an much so that opinion. we're not even going to repeat it on. No, that makes it sound like it was. <laughs> it wasn't. I just, I just remembered as a child. I remembered uh, the Bo Jackson phenomenon as being like a hype thing, and like me in that there was mediocrity at the heart of it. And I was completely wrong. I stand corrected. She called I him a not that great athlete. <laughs> I apologize. I was completely wrong. I will uh, go home and pray to my dad's Raiders jacket and uh, say say penance. I, you have I, a candle, a candle with Bo Jackson. I, on it? Candle. Maybe. I will get a candle with Bo Jackson and start praying to it <laughs> and daily. Like, hey, um, 
So I apologize. Hey, Danger Van Gorder's here too. Uh, hi. Oh, I'm missing nice. that cutoff button. Yeah, I don't have where Hold on. we. Well, be, I can't cut you off this time. But you could still show interest, and that's the concern. Yeah, I mean, okay. How are you doing, Danger? Uh, the baby is 11 months. <gasps> she coming coming up to her first birth. Very exciting. Wow. You yeah. have a baby now. Is this yeah. your baby? It's mine. Yes. You made okay. This baby? I was a part of the, the creation of yes. Yeah. Baby. Some, some baby, some baby. He's got a rotating my cast of baby. Babies. There's the one baby. Of babies. What's, what's one the baby. baby's name? Uh, Sydney. Sydney. Wow, Bourdain way to put your way to put your kids' shit out there. Yeah. On mm-hmm. the what's your address? No, I'm not talking about her. For you trash ass father. Does she have a social security number yet? What she is it? Does I I know my own. Why don't I you can, post photos? Of what's her on yours? Facebook. Listen, yeah. I've had my identity stolen twice. The second mm-hmm. time fixed. The first time. It's a long story. It's very fun. Um, don't say your social security number. Okay, ever. that's fine. I not feel like if, I feel like if someone stole my identity, they'd sue me later. <laughs> one. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things is that guy that was like life lock like that guy that would run around with the hi my name is this and I, this is my social security number and he has life lock and he got his identity stolen like 40 immediately times. <laughs> so yeah he had a commercial where he had his social security number and on there boy did that shit and he was like so take fast. it jerks i'm protected by LifeLock. that's why i put it out there and that motherfucker got <laughs> fucked up so bad did, did you guys hear about the hacking convention they had in vegas yeah last week? Boy. and all the voting machines are susceptible to yeah. hacking yeah the reporters in there had to shut their phones off or like put that leave their phones in their cars and just like completely shut them down because it was just people just fucking it's like hacking. i wouldn't bring a f- my like, phone in there it's like Take hacking your SIM card out real fast yeah pal. yeah it's like tossing your kid to a bunch of pedophiles yeah get one of them cricket phones if you're gonna have a phone in there <laughs> get a burner we just didn't know in the 90s that hackers was gonna become like our new reality does that make sense yeah. like government officials yeah. were there being like yeah. oh we gotta learn about this so we can elect a president like that's not gonna be our yeah rate. so we were we were on course to to be talking about something that led well into our topic. I almost segued. For yeah, you man. almost. I almost did it. What are we then, fucking podcasting professionals? Over and here? then it just fucking went awry again. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. <laughs> We're talking about Bo Jackson. We're talking about the 2020 election. This is, I guess, this this is almost sort of a very special episode because recently all of our episodes have been about. Uh, unpopular opinions and things of the light. And now we're just talking about one thing. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about how to beat Trump in 2020. If we even think it's possible. Uh, That's the whole, that's the whole starting point is, is it too late? And I feel like, Kind of. Oh, I'm all sunshine about that, man. To apologize. He just he just sprung Aesop <laughs> Rocky. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, he just he just sprung Aesop Rocky. So like he's he, that you had actually said that this whole like uh, criminal justice reform thing was a way to like turn um, turn black voters and to turn like to turn no, marginalized I, people of color like into the the prison Trump reform voters. thing is just something that. We need to do well. We need, and to- no matter who does it, they they deserve some degree of praise for it. But I think his immigration plan is a uh, uh, is designed to win over black okay. voters. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you've been saying this in, since twenty fifteen. My very first Trump article, I said it because it it was it's been in his on his website and in every like watch any of his rallies. He says it in his rallies: illegal immigration impacts black mm-hmm. males and people living in inner cities the most. He says it every fucking rally. 
and that so that that's always been my point is that that his immigration policy ah. because I, I think he's uh i i think what trump at its simplest form i think what what trump wants to do and the whole point of his immigration policy and especially the deportations he wants to create holes in the economy and then look like a hero for filling them yeah it's that simple yeah, it's like those journalists that used to create shit so they could write about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you create the problem. Or like a Munchausen by proxy for the entire fucking government. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 So so we're that's what we're going to talk about. How to beat Trump. Cool. Let's with uh, a pipe. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, my vote is sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Chains. <laughs> Whenever there's chaos, like just mass chaos, it impacts people poor people the most, the most yeah. and your president dying Shock politics your president dying in any fucking way in office be it from natural causes or assassination is fucking chaos and it you do not want i cannot stress enough you do not want your president assassinated do you right. think they have a plan for that? All, like, a, like a like this is gonna happen any day. Oh my god! Like that they're surprised well, that it hasn't it's happened. Called, yet? It's called Operation Chicken Skin because we all know <laughs> what's gonna take him out is that bucket of fucking chicken. You know, yeah. what I mean? that tostada <laughs> he smiled with in Trump Tower. Like, oh, I love Hispanics. That that, but that tostada was planning shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, but I also think that like, the, no matter w- if anything were to happen to him, we're already in the martyrdom rhetoric. That's sort yeah, of what they do on the all. Right. Is they're just like, well, they're he's already a martyr no matter what he does, whether he's alive, dead, covered in, you know, covered moss. Who cares? Yeah, like people think he's a hero because would, he walked away from a billion dollar company that he's still making money off of way more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Uh, but I, I, I am in a way and in no way would I advocate violence like in any way. Just against like, me. Right? I'm surprised that there haven't been at least visible attempts. Like that there isn't one crazy person well, on the left that I, is like, I guess somebody's going to do something. It's going to be me. Well, here's the thing. We just m- might not know. Everyone's thought about like, it. Like <laughs> our intelligence agencies in this country yeah. are really fucking good. Yeah. And there could, for all we know, have been multiple attempts on Trump's life. And they're not going to tell us. Why would you? Like, why yeah. would you put it out there? Like, so, so oh, we're hey, in this someone- current information age that yes. something didn't get disclosed. But for know? sure, it's their job not to tell us, too. Yeah. Like, that's like what they do for a living is to protect yeah. the interests of the presidency, regardless of who is in office. And it would be, it would kind of, it's kind of in the public's best interest to not, ne- like, you don't. At the same time, though, I 100% believe that if somebody made an attempt on Donald Trump's life, oh, that, that he would is... not let it go. He would, That would be his campaign slogan for, from moment one. If, he would campaign on it. It just, it, it just politician would If someone tried to kill me, I wouldn't let it go. Well, it's, it's actually interesting Roosevelt. that, Roosevelt that we bring this up because it, it ties into – Something I want to talk about, which is the idea of because I've been saying forever, Trump is he's going to push really hard to win the black vote. Yeah. And he has a decent shot at doing it. Yeah. And I know that sounds crazy because Trump's a racist and that's like that's that's the narrative and it's the truth. The mental (laughs) gymnastics he's asking 
huge populations in this country to do and then they're effectively doing yeah. blows my fucking mind. But the, Some the, people just want to be like, told what to do. There, yeah. There's an example I always bring up when it comes to Trump possibly winning black votes. And that example is George Wallace. George Wallace was a notorious segregationist governor. He's the guy who stood in the doorway, right? Stood in the doorway. Didn't Gary Sinise play him in a movie once? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) just so you know what kind of person we're talking about. Bono's Gary Sinise. (laughs) And he was a, a staunch segregationist. But the question was always, well, is he a racist or is he a segregationist because segregationist politics were really popular and that was how you won elections at the time. And what happened is in 1972, he got shot five times, I think. And uh, he left politics for a while and came to get the bullets out and came back probably about a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he came back and was like, uh, sorry. I probably shouldn't have said all that shit I said back then. I'm not a racist. Certain, I was certain I was saying it. I was saying it to win elections. I'm not a racist. Huh. And if you give me a chance, I'll prove it to you. And I feel like right now, a lot of people on the left feel like if Trump did that, people wouldn't go for it. And I think we're wrong. Yeah. I think if Trump got in front, stupid. like that's why I. To bring it back around right, to the you get, you, you, well, to I'm bring in. it back around to the idea of someone attempting to assassinate Trump and he survives. If he comes out of that and goes, "Holy shit, I've been saying some really crazy things. I would like to make amends, and I'm going to make amends by doing all of these things for the communities that I've been accused of saying all this crazy shit about." Including immigrants? I mean, I would argue... Here's the thing, no. Including California? But immigrant... Like, here's the thing. What about California? It's the left. Oh, we can't do anything for California. He doesn't need to do anything for California. He doesn't... Yeah, yeah, we we don't don't need his help. There's a lot of communities uh, that he has spurned in his long, long career. And he'll never get them to vote for him anyway, but he's not talking about those people. I don't think for political purposes or to win votes, I don't think he needs to apologize. I have that... In the notes, I think that's what him calling out Elijah Cummings in the state of Baltimore. And I don't mean, I know Baltimore is not a state. I mean, the condition (laughs) Uh of Baltimore. The condition condition of the state of Baltimore. Right. (laughs) Like, is it racist? Sure. But also, it's going to put a question in people's minds along the lines of, well, yeah, he has been in charge of this district for a long fucking time. And it's not great. Like, what have Democrats been doing to help this community other than saying, we're not the racist, vote for us? And I feel like that's the path we're headed down for 2020 is Democrats are going to run on, we're not Trump, we're not racist, so people of color, vote for us. And the truth is, Trump is actively doing things for those communities right now. Yeah. And- or at least he's saying that he's doing things for those communities. That's the thing. Uh, the, this happened, I, I saw this on CNN the other day. I don't remember who the fucking talking head was. But she brought up that Trump always says in his campaign rallies that he's doing things for black unemployment and all like things along those lines. And she was like, but where are the plans? 
Where are the ideas? He's published those, right? He issued an executive order in December 2018 called the... Uh, I, I put up a Twitter poll and asked if, just without Googling it, how many people know what Opportunity Zones are. I remember that. Right. I said no. Opportunity Zones <laughs> are tax incentives that Trump gives if you invest in communities that are... Uh, high poverty communities yeah. that Struggling need to be yeah. revitalized. Uh, so like Detroit, for example, like Detroit going through like a big gentrification movement. Situation. And on top of that, he set up this, uh, he issued the executive order calling for it in December, 2018, and then published the actual plan for it in April, 2019. It's called the revitalization council. And their actual job is to go out to these communities and talk to people and say, hey, what do you need? Like, what what can we do to make this area better? Are they doing it? They are doing it. What? Is this run, and, by, is this run by Ben Carson, the, the housing dude? The HUD guy? Yeah, because, I mean, at the same time as the opportunity zones might be going in under, you know, whatever commerce or housing secretary it is, uh, Carson is cutting, like, Section 8 funding. Here's the thing about Section 8 funding, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, one of the initiatives that Trump also put out was one that if you have any person living in your household who is not here legally and you're getting Section 8 housing, you all have to move out. Fuck. And when you're talking about Los Angeles, that's something like three hundred, either 30,000 or 300,000. Either way, a significant yeah. part of the Section 8 housing in just in Los Angeles, but also all across the country, are going to be evicted. And again, that's him creating holes that so he can fix. He that. can just. And when you're talking Section Eight housing, go look at. I pulled up Burbank's website, Section Eight Housing, mm-hmm. uh, to get on the waiting list. It just says the waiting list is closed indefinitely. Like to like to us, it, it's one thing. It's it's him, you know, uh, kicking people in the country illegally out of the country and with all of this collateral damage it's a very inhumane thing yeah but if you're on that waiting list waiting for a fucking townhouse yeah now you have a townhouse like i would like a townhouse that's that's going to impact hearts and minds that's what the fucking nazis did they when they kicked jews out of their shit they didn't just burn those houses down they were they were were socialists but they were very selective they were like how they applied that so they were like hey you Get in that house. And you bring up a good point because this is supposed to be about how to beat Trump. I think one of the things Democrats need to start doing is calling his immigration policy socialism. Yeah. And it's not. But they don't want to lump that in with what they're doing. But see, they need to. Well, they need to find a way to differentiate, but people are too stupid to understand the difference. Well, then we deserve Trump. And I disagree. I think people are smart enough to know the difference. And I think Democrats tend to underestimate people but in that. How way. many people because, have revolted against the word socialism when they're like, "It's democratic yeah. socialism." It's not, the, and they, they hear the word socialism, and these fucking old fuckers have been conditioned since the fifties to hear that yep. word and immediately bristle and get. That's angry. why and you need to too. apply it to Trump, right? Because what Trump's immigration policy is is a socialist transfer of wealth. Yeah. He is. Like the immigrants have built a fucking economy in this country. Like it's not going to stop with people here from Central America fleeing 
war or whatever the fuck. He's going to deport dreamers next. Then it'll be motherfuckers on J1 visas working at Facebook. And at every step of the way, it's going to be him taking this economy that people have built, removing them from it and giving it all to American citizens. Which is what he said he was going to do. Right. And that that is like brute force socialism. That's not... that's, that's Stalin. national that's socialism. Yeah, nationalist it's, it's socialism. Not, it's not yeah. the kind where your kids get free breakfast at school. That's dope. Like what Trump is pushing is the violent brand of socialism, and no one is calling him out on it. Like if yeah. anything is going to spook his base, it's going to be hearing a word like that and having it explained to them in that way. And there are like, I feel like you can... St- We'll get to it. Do you think the far left has adopted socialism as a rallying cry? And then that's why they don't want to talk about like the varying degrees, like all the different 51 flavors of socialism. I don't think they the reason that they would avoid doing that, I think, is because they don't think that lumping what what lumping what Trump does as it, which is a type of socialism into what they're doing. Like, well, people are just going to make it seem like it's on an even keel anyway, because we're also doing a socialism, you know, they'll just they won't care. But it, it, or some people might just like the fact that it's like, okay, well, it's doing it for Americans, not for Mexicans. Yeah, but they're but doing it, all of that without the rhetoric of socialism or not socialism. And that's the kind of thing where you have to explain that that, that type of, be it socialism or just that type of policy, it comes for you eventually. <laughs> like, it's not, like, that. that is Nazi shit. And that, yeah. Right, well, like, first it's going to be Anna, and then it's going to be me when they yeah. find out what my mother's name well, is. Well, here's the thing, yeah. when once... Adam, for being a dissident, I'm safe. Hey, yeah. listen, the gulags are going to be fun. Once, We're going to have a great time. Once all of America signs off on, well, sure, take uh, get immigrants out of here and give all their shit to citizens, there's still going to be citizens who aren't doing that great, and they're going to want the same thing. And who's that going to fucking come from? Oh, man. Are they? I wonder if they're going to go. But you know how like Irish and, and Italian people have now been classified as white, but <laughs> historically we're not. Maybe right. they're just going to go backwards and then we're going to get rid of Italian people. I think Trump <laughs> at the end of the day will be the president that gives people on the left all the things they want. They just aren't going to like how it looks like he'll give us yeah. gun control, but it's going to involve sending a heavily militarized police force into a lot of predominantly gotta get the black communities Dude, at, at, a, at, at the national night out uh, on uh, at my library on the street. There was a, a literal ATV. I think we do to some degree need someone who is not as crazy as Trump, but at least as charismatic as Trump, because Trump is, especially when you get him in front of his audience, he knows how to play like, he could rip. He works a fucking crowd really mm-hmm. well. And sometimes just by walking around and letting shit simmer and brute. Like he's fascinating to watch. He's an entertainer. He, he is. And because <laughs> our first gambit at uh, electing an entertainer gave us Reagan and now it gave us Trump. I feel like a lot of people on the left are like two mm-hmm. shitty presidents. Yeah, like, yeah. no, yeah. we don't do that. But. Maybe we do need that fucking put Oprah in figurehead yeah. in there uh, with a fucking VP who is a little more radical. You want to see how you want to see how things will go? Put fucking Oprah in there, yeah, and then have the all the people that say there's no such thing as a good billionaire change their minds when Oprah runs for 
fucking presidency. The same people have already, they've already said those two sentences in the same breath. There's no yeah. such thing as a good billionaire man if Oprah were president. Like that's, yeah. those are two things that for some reason, like the, the cognitive dissidents in the, in the Democratic Party, at least they, I feel like the Democrats are willing to discuss it, whereas Republicans are like, yep, it's fucked up. It's hypocritical. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, well, you know what I mean? It's about winning. Yeah. And I don't know. I got to look out for my job. And then they lose yeah. the job immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, coal miner. I don't know why he thought you, why you thought he was going to not like Carrier employee. Oh, What's that uh, Showtime show with Russell Crowe? Um, the loudest the voice loudest. in the Have room. Have you watched it? It's really good. It's fucking great. It's about man. Roger Ailes. So good. And and if you think about it too, like Reagan, you can speak back to like Reagan's erosion of both mental health and uh, education systems. Regulation as well. Regulation. That's how cartoons in, from the eighties happened. Was uh, Reagan mm-hmm. had the FCC back off on um, commercials Decency. as cartoons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, fucking, that's how we got GI Joe. So we got He Man, baby. And hey. and shit. So like that, that erosion of the just the overall intelligence of our country has become. I guess I, I guess it's funny now because He Man and She are now like great LBGTQ like properties in, in so many ways. But uh, but it is it's really fascinating, like how that the logical conclusion to what Reagan did to uh, education and healthcare is we get Trump. And it, may, it just makes the parallel is just it's so on the nose. It's like, oh, of course. Yeah. And I like I feel like whoever runs against Trump, like I know we we keep saying, oh, we don't want to stoop to that level. Like people because now you Not, hear like people on the left yeah. coming up with nicknames. Just for win, people. baby. And like we need someone who in that debate situation can give it back to Trump the way he fucking talks to people like <gasps> someone in a debate situation who can make Trump look stupid. I still feel like it's change, Warren. change the debates to roast battle. There was the thing where, where um, I forget who the interviewer was, but was like trying to give him a gotcha question and Bernie goes, fin- what's the rest of the oh, statement? Yeah. And he goes, Oh, I don't have it here. He's like, well, go, no, go ahead. We read the rest of the statement. He's like, I don't have it here. He goes, what I said was because the government doesn't give a shit about black people. And he, and it was like, I forget yeah. what it was, but like, he was like, Bernie showed up prepared and was like, oh, I'm going to fucking burn you right now. Yeah. I'm gonna tear you. Like, that is the mentality you need. B-U-R-N. Ah. ah. You know, Tricks he burns second. him with hot soup. That's yeah. what he does. He throws soup on him. You invite him back. Yeah. All the time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Happens every time. Throw to burn. Yeah, I don't, I, like... I think Bernie's a pipe dream, but I really like. They should have just let Bernie run in 2016. Oh, for fuck's sake, sure. they had to get it out of their system. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like because <laughs> now I feel like he's got like he's not the only one pushing those ideas. And I, I think they should have let the Democratic Party switch its major to social, like the uh, sociology. Of, <laughs> I like the <laughs> idea. <laughs> Here's the thing, which sucks for Bernie, but it's not like he's poor. But like. I like the idea that you can have someone like Elizabeth Warren who has some of Bernie's ideologies but is not as far to the left as he is. Because not for nothing, but being really far to the left is pulling a lot of moderate Democrats away. Yeah. Like, they're just not interested. But someone like Elizabeth Warren, I think, does appeal more. But I think all Um, those moderate... Anybody that would describe themselves as a moderate Democrat is still going to vote Democrat. Whereas people who are who are on the far left who do not uh, who don't register as Democrat or who are independent or whatever are like going to sit this one out unless there's somebody really thrilling on the table. 
I there find were people that I've, fucking that didn't like how far left it was going, and they were. I'm not a moderate. I, I think of myself pretty far to the left. Yeah, but I'm not fucking stupid to ignore that moderates need to get back to our side. Yeah, I, I, I agree with I, that. At the same time, though, there are so many more people who don't identify with any particular label and if they don't feel that something's being presented to them that will directly impact their lives that is exciting that is thrilling that will that, that will help them then they're just not going to participate because we don't have a good culture of participation I'm not, in America. I'm saying that if you're not appealing to the people on mass that are in the middle and it's a lot of fucking people if you're ignoring them because you're trying to force here's my here's my big kind of issue is we have this kind of like Netflix and Amazon Prime mentality with our politics where if we want something like universal health care we want it fucking now we want it now yeah. now now it's and gonna like take 20 that's years not to gonna fucking up. happen. It's like you Mm -hmm. can't just immediately get a new president and they're like, and now everyone has health care. So like the idea that you'd have to build for something and and have something be a gradual process comes with somebody. It's going to come a lot easier from somebody who's a little more to the center. Not I'm just saying not all the way, not not a a fucking Bernie Sanders, but I'm talking like Elizabeth Warren. She's not moderate. She's not center. She's not fucking Biden. She's she says what she means and she will bust balls when she gets the opportunity but she will allow the avenues to that process happening i've been horny for elizabeth warren since before she became a politician i think she's infinitely exciting and mostly because she's a woman who says that the exact same thing you just said is she is a woman who will look you in the eye and say you are wrong you brought up people who like i'm i'm a registered independent i don't no party preference registered with any party and you mentioned people who uh would maybe sit out if there's a candidate who doesn't appeal to things that impact them personally. And to those people, I would say, fuck you. That is not how voting works. You are voting for the betterment of of the the country country in general. And for me, when it comes to Trump, it has always been immigration. It has always been deportations. If you think you can justify sitting out an election that involves or someone protest voting, yeah. someone who might lead to the fucking murder of millions of people. Fuck you and fuck the idea of catering to those people. Those are the people who got us it's here. It's bratty. It's fucking, it is. It, and it's, it's bratty and, and self. Fuck it's you. Selfish. If you think that's how it works, that, oh, well, I don't like that politician stand on trade deals. Motherfucker, we'll get to it. Yeah, just fucking. But if you think that's a a reasonable course yeah. of political action there is no you're just wrong you're not and voting, you're part of the problem you're not voting from an ivory tower like there's no there is no flawless candidate no it's not gonna happen because there's always gonna be something you can even look at fucking bernie sanders oh i'm sure he's done something shitty in his 145 years of existence <laughs> like your people will dig shit up and you he's will not the find further, out he's like, not oh, the furthest left on guns yeah that's like, what people oh, are yeah. criticizing oh, him about right? you know, well we oh, can't well, nominate then him then. i can't have him because i want all the guns gone and if he's not gonna get all the guns gone i'm gonna sit out well, yeah. here's, here's, and that's an absurd like, way to fuck think that. And let fuck me you. let me at least push back a little bit on the idea of if it doesn't personally affect you and you sit out, then fuck you. Because there are 
you can't shame people into participating. I, I absolutely. I'm not going to shame, shame them. I'll shame them afterwards for not participating. Yeah, and, and that is a hundred percent of what I'll do. But that's not going to be enough. I don't think to get well, people. Well, it's not going to motivate if they're not. If that's going to get them involved, then they can go fuck themselves I anyway. They didn't I, get involved in the of, first place. It's more I, of an indictment of our of our shitty political ethic. Like we don't yeah. have. We don't encourage people to show up to city halls. We don't encourage people to. We. Re, it's so hard to vote. We get one day on a fucking Tuesday in the middle of the day it's not a federal holiday people don't get time off unless uh, not everybody gets time off yeah. for it it is I've a missed challenge election cycles because i couldn't get time i off will an hourly wage shop i will i will jump in though and to say that you do your fucking job as a citizen and you vote and if you protested to not vote i'm not saying if you're a fucking mom working as a waitress you can't get and wait in line like i get it i understand that what i'm saying is these fucking spoiled well i'm not doing it motherfuckers can eat shit they can fuck right the fuck off and if you voted for bernie when hillary was on the ticket i'm kind of like a well that's just a statement of fuck you yeah like i really feel that way can we like reframe at least reframe the language of it? Because like Brene Brown would argue, for example, that like shame and polarization is what's led us to this point in society. Like if you just if you if you're interested in her, look at her TED Talks. You'll get forty what's minutes. Name? Yeah, her name's Brene Brown, and she has a she has a Netflix special. Bernie Sanders. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> I like so, I like the first two syllables. So she basically like she talks about how like the she gets to the end of this TED Talk about like shame and her research, her sociology research on shame, and then she she touches is briefly on what's happening in our society the polarization uh the the rates of addiction the rates of uh and and she links it all back to shaming each other i think there is a way to be the reason why it's a tuesday is because of farming and right. we're not in a agrarian society yeah. again that's why we have summer vacations we, yeah Christ we sake. we probably need to rethink sort of how our how our society like fundamentally is behaving in order to reflect that the time we're in now and to encourage that invo- involvement and yeah. to make it like the way Priuses became the hot car for celebrities. You know what I mean? It looks, and I know there's always a rock the vote. There's always this kind of stuff. But, um, it, and I also understand the anger. It's like, yes, of course I voted for Hillary. Like, of course I did because I'm not, I'm not so selfish as to want, you know, to want the the type of rhetoric like that just in, uh, in our uh, faces your, every day. Hold your breath and stomp your feet because you didn't get the candidate you wanted. It, Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's a I I do agree, but I don't know if shaming those people is going to be what brings them to the table because no matter what, like Bernie moved the needle. All of these democratic uh, democratic uh, democratic debates when Bernie ran the first time, all of that was radical socialism. Right. Now it's a talking fifteen dollars no. minimum wage. No. That's a pipe yeah. dream. Medicare for all, pipe yeah. dream. Now, now here's, it's a talking what, here's what I'll say though: is Danger did the right thing, which is to get involved at a local level. Fuck yeah! And that's the thing that that as far as like really on far left policies, it's not going to start at the top and trickle down. No, that's, that never is does. a thousand percent not how politics works. So. Yeah, by doing that, if you're if you're on the far left, which ding, ding. I want universal health care, like I want <gasps> all these things. I I, I I think the most important race that happened uh, in 2018 was Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Oh yeah, she turned non voters into voters and beat this person who was so entrenched in the Democratic machine. He was fourth in line from the top. And she did that by going into people's homes and yeah. saying, look, I know you haven't felt politics in your life. I know you haven't been uh, encouraged to participate. We want you to participate right. in this different way. And it worked. Okay, but 
the thing about that, we're talking about 2020 and she can't run. She will run though, probably in the that's next fine, two cycles. But that's if we're Got still it. a yeah, fucking really so. country two cycles from now. We still, that's have, true. we still need to win in 2020. I so think we want to appeal our... to people who are non-voters now and turn them into but voters. But that is risky as fuck, thinking, well, that's how we're going to take out Trump is just by bringing on all these I'm new voters. Just, I'm saying like that has to be a big part of a molt of a hydra. Uh, so many different things have to happen at the same time in the right way and having the, uh, and reaching non-voters and like engaging in the methods of right. going to communities and saying, please get involved. We need you to be involved. And we, we hear you and we will reciprocate your attention and your effort with this kind of action. I think it needs to be a combination of, of a president who is a little closer to the center, maybe even Elizabeth Warren, who is closer to the center than a lot of uh, people running against her, and a VP who is a little more radical. And they Michelangelo. Need, they need. <laughs> what about what about Warren AOC? She can't run she for can't VP. Run. She's too young. She's or too young. Sa- Sanders Warren. That's good. That's good. That means she's building stuff up for yeah. when oh, she will. I don't know if it needs to be all be white people. I don't know if all white people is the best. I think maybe Warren Booker or Warren Castro, but I don't think Castro is going to make it. Yeah. No. Or Warren. And Warren Booker is like, a nerd. I, I feel like, like Warren Harris Booker is almost a step. Like once it's Booker's turn, you're almost going more to the center. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I want. Like, they need to explain to people that this shit isn't going to happen overnight, but what Trump's proposing will. Like, Trump's plan will happen overnight, and people will die. So you need to decide which brand of socialism you're more comfortable with as a person. The kind that ends in the death of millions of people, or the kind where everyone is treated as a person— and is expected to have some degree of quality of life. And it needs, like, they they need to drill down on the idea that this is not going to be an overnight thing and that it's not going to always be perfect. Like, I don't yeah. know It's how, never going to be perfect. I don't know how two people running for the nomination right now, I don't know how any of them could run on a ticket together. You, did you, I mean, did you see Sanders and Warren... Fending off all of the centrist attacks on their healthcare plan yeah. because they, everybody looked expect, like a kung fu movie. Man. Where like they were CNN, back NBC, back. whatever. Like they, they set them up to be like Sanders warns your enemy and, and explain why. And they were both like, no, like Elizabeth Warren. Why is Sanders the, the not the choice for you or that, that kind of thing? And they were like, no, 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 no. Our plan is better, and this is why. And you all, mm-hmm. you know, centrist middle of the road. And when you say centrist, it, just because something is in the middle does not make it more popular. You know, some of the things that are on what you might call the far left are, when you pull them, really, really, really popular. I think you're missing the difference between popular and safer as far as what elections can see. Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, then you get into the electability argument, and electability has always been used as a tool to keep exciting candidates, uh, non-establishment candidates, from being a part of the conversation. Clearly not, because Trump is the president. Oh, for sure. Just, no, like, electability yeah. does not matter at all. Like... Uh, but I mean, when people talk about electability, the people who talk about electability are the people who are already largely in power, who are trying to quell. Well, uh, you got to remember, too, that Trump was really pushing generals when he was like he never had like discussed actual plans like other than build a wall. Just like he was very he was I mm-hmm. mean, he was really just throwing out 
yeah, vagaries. Like but just just the, very like, oh, we're going to make it the better. The problem is we wait for Trump to tell us what he's going to do when it he like I already did it 35 minutes ago. Well, we yeah. should tell like, him what puts, the fuck to do. He puts his plans yeah. out there like I'm not pulling this idea that his immigration plan is geared toward helping black people from nowhere. Like it's not a conspiracy theory. It's what he says. He says it all the fucking time. Yes, like the I'm words not, escape his mouth on television. And nevertheless, <laughs> I've been saying it for four years and people are like, I don't believe you. Nevertheless, he persisted. Nice. Well, and, put your earphones back on. What are you doing? No, they hurt, hurt in my ears. <laughs> and I, I worry that when we're talking about, well, you can't shame people who sat out the last election and you can't approach the problem that way. We can't approach Trump voters that way. And we do like our main, like what happens whenever Kanye West says something pro Trump, mm, is Kanye off his meds again. Is that going to be our only comeback? Every time a black person supports Trump, are yeah. you, are you off your meds like that? Like that is not. And that's how we yeah. treat Trump supporters is well, you're stupid. And I'm, I've been guilty of it before too. Right. But people aren't, that stupid. People I, aren't stupid enough to respond to, well, don't vote for Trump, otherwise you're dumb. Like if you vote for oh, Trump, for sure. you're it, it didn't work enough. Hundred percent with you. On and that. I like, feel like it's where we're it's heading like, now. I'll put I've it this way. Po- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I, I don't. Uh, I don't have a relationship with my father and my stepmother. I have not really had a relationship since the election, and a lot of it doesn't come down to stupidity, uh, but a lot of it comes down to there's like an abject kind of selfishness and awareness of evil and not caring right? and saying, Oh, it's good that Mexicans are gone. My father has never fucking met a Mexican in his life. We talk about like shaming these people. Like for me, it wasn't so much. I was like, really, this is the guy. And they're they're, My stepmom has a Twitter account, six tweets. There's six retweets of Donald Trump. What the fuck? Like Like, there are people that, but here's the thing. If you've bought into the cult of personality, like, you're going to have to get broken out. And the odds are that a lot of people aren't going to get broken out of the cult. But we're not going to get those people. No, but we, I think we overestimate what fraction of Trump's base are those people. Yeah. yeah. Like that's about, in general, about 25% of the population right. overall thinks the way a Trump supporter who really seeks that authoritarian figure and wants that law and order type. That's a big part of his base that we're never going to reach. So fuck them. Yeah. Don't try yeah. to reach them. But get the people that fucking sat out. Get the people that sat out and get the people that voted for like, Trump because they would have voted for Bernie Sanders. Here's what I'll do. I will fucking shame anybody that is planning on not voting. If you're not planning on voting, I'll be like, you're a fucking asshole. You're a fucking asshole. Because if they're already planning on not voting, me being like, oh, well... Maybe you'll change your mind. That's not going to do it. I'll be like, no, fuck you, dude. Yeah. So like sometimes if you're being an asshole, people need to tell you you're being an asshole or you will continue. Think about it like this. In Massachusetts, when someone's being a piece of shit in a bar, the standard move is to drill them in the face. And that's a wake up call for that person. That's just like, oh, I was being an asshole. And out there more often than not, people are like, yeah. Yeah, that's probably my bad. Well, unfortunately, with like Twitter and shit has made it so that you can't have genuine self-reflection anymore you know there's people don't like you're talking about like remorse and and george wallace having genuine remorse awesome you know if people are going to vote for george wallace after he comes out yeah (laughs) after he comes out and apologizes to the black community for being completely shitty and then i will work for you uh cool 
I don't think that in 2019, I, I feel like I've seen two examples of genuine remorse uh, from people who are like, look, I know I offended you. Let me know how to make it up. And I, like, I should, I, I, the I, Game of Thrones guy. I think that, no, fuck those two. I think first off, I really just, I wish I could just play that Ted talk for you because that's literally the oh, we're solution gonna talk. that you posit. We're going to Ted talk to we're each gonna other. We're going to Ted talk about this, yeah. but I think, I think there's a, there's a couple things that come to mind. I go out of my way on voting days when I'm going around my community. If I'm at a, this last voting day, I went to the bank, I went to the doctor and I went to an El Pollo Loco and that was just happened to be my day and every single person I asked them hey did you vote and they said in a lot of people especially people Latinos in in the San Fernando Valley so this is my community of people are saying no I don't really have time I don't have to do this and I would get my phone out and I would say what's your zip code and I would type it in and I would find their polling station for them and I think that reaching people more on that that you know it's like and and I would say to them I don't expect you to vote the way that I would vote they because they would say like well I don't know you know anything about it and we I are feel a like low information it's, voter it's a low information voter I yeah. said well they do have a little bit of information there I just recommend getting in the habit of voting and like bring your kids if you don't have child care you can totally bring them in the booth with you and I would just encourage people to vote I encouraged every single person I'm I, every stranger I encountered in public to do that so that's yeah. the way I take ownership of that that's how I not f- like light people on fire yeah I did a Second, lot of phone banking phone banking I some phone banking phone banking I you think do it we, now I did it for Harley Ruda Hey, Harley. Hey. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yep. Was that 45? Orange District. County, yeah. 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 It worked. The, the other thing that people can do, too, is I, I think that a lot of I made a choice both in my comedy and in my personal life to not shame those 25% of Trump voters those like crazy ones and what happens to me a lot of times I'll be on stage I'll come off stage and somebody will say I don't agree with you but you're funny and that means I've broken just the tiniest barrier in their heart so when they're thinking about when they're thinking about like uh, because I have jokes that make fun of the left I have jokes that make fun of the right and I'm an equal opportunity offender um so, so like when they do, when, when that happens, I know that when that person is hearing that rhetoric, they're going to at least say they met a, they met a half Mexican from California wearing a brown and proud shirt that made them feel some kind of way that was positive. Maybe they, maybe that flashes in their mind when they're, when they're voting. Ooh, you get to be one of the good ones. I, I feel, yo, I was the only brown person in the community. I grew up in, in Northern California, bitch. I was raised the good one. Oh, I know the only how to one speak that. Earned that. A Raiders jacket. I yeah. Earned, yeah. So, so there's so there's that and also my thought as we're talking over and over and over again is have we reached rock bottom because that's the thing we're talking about this this cycle of communication we're talking about the cycle of behavior have we reached rock bottom because when we reach rock bottom that's when we're going to be able to have those fucking conversations where it's like no this is a type of socialism it's the type of socialism where rock bottom is people in gulags people well the in problem camps. the problem is People in detention in that, centers in the that type of in that type of situation, some people don't ever hit rock bottom. That's how those that's how those programs work. There were like watch any documentary about life in Berlin yeah. during World War Two, and they'd be like, yeah, we'd be like at a baseball game and shit, and we just hear stuff about the war, and then you see what the war looked like everywhere else, and it's like, oh, it's just death and destruction. Yeah. People but are so people far removed from living, the experience. There yeah. were so many people living in Nazi Germany who were like, "This is great. Like we're like yeah. we have more yeah, people stuff. Aren't looking down. Yeah, you know they're and, and then they I all remember they're coming. They're coming here. out of a post World War One uh, massive 
uh, fucking yeah. depression, like a an emergency depression where their money became worthless because of the fucking right the the mm-hmm. treaty of it was the treaty of Versailles when they signed that shit. It was the That's one right. they signed the, on the train on the on the boxcar. On the I learned box that one car. too. You mm-hmm. met we we've been talking about the. I should I want to clarify. I said earlier Trump doesn't need to apologize to black people. There's no need to apologize. What I'm well, what I meant by that. What I meant by that is to win the election, he doesn't need to. All he needs to do, and I'm sorry, I think he has a valid argument, is go in front of black people and go, okay, you've been voting Democrat since the 80s. How's your life? How are things for that's you? That's what he said on the in, campaign trail. That's what he said in 2016 to white people living in rural areas. How's your life? How, how's voting Democrat gone for you? What do you have to lose by voting for me? And he is going to say that in 2020. He, I mean, he has a he point to go, those people, too. He's been like, saying well, it he to has, black communities since And since he's got a before point. he got elected. Yeah, he has a great point. Like, what have Democrats done? And do we have an answer? Like, what, the, crime, the fucking 96 crime bill? Thanks. Yes, garbage. Yeah, so, like, that, he doesn't need to apologize in that way. He just needs to go, maybe they should apologize. And here's the thing. They should fucking get in front of it and be yeah. like look we fucked up we yeah. understand that the democratic party has done almost nothing for you this entire time you've been voting for us sorry buddy and we are ready to make amends for that yeah and here's how we're going to do it without killing millions of brown people in the process mm-hmm. that is i think almost the only way to beat trump they have to acknowledge that he is doing things for people and people are responding to it, but he's doing it in a way that's going to kill people. And do you want that on your conscience or do you want to maybe try it a different way? And if America responds with, yeah, let's kill all the brown people, then we were fucked the whole time. Well, yeah. Then we were, we were, we were built on we sand. deserve no the impending invasion from some other benevolent China? country. I, yeah, Maybe. I love I that. I love China. that you talked about an amends process socially because I think when we, to get back to Twitter, that's something that the internet doesn't provide for it people. It doesn't allow. I, and and it's like when the Louis stuff came out, I actually like outlined like this is how an amends process would work in this situation. This is what I would instruct somebody to do in that situation, and nobody knows how to do that. Well, people do know how to do it, but they don't think of doing it on a social level. And I think that it is completely possible to do it on a social level. I think there's an entire think, season of Battlestar Galactica like that. I you think, know? So say, I, we I all. Mean, so say we all. I think a good example for this, and, and here's an unpopular opinion, is Get Michael it. Vick. Yes. Uh, I think Michael Vick was yeah. raised in a society that allowed him to do the thing he was and to not consider yep. the animals that he was abusing to be... It would be like chickens for him. Like yeah, he didn't, he didn't really, invent he didn't, dog fighting yeah. in the south. <laughs> so then, so then he he gets caught and he loses everything. Yeah, he loses it all. Uh, it, it, he goes to prison. Yep. Um, and comes back as a as the perfect example. I mean, when you're a millionaire, you can have the perfect example though of what our reformation process is in prison, which is like this person has reformed. He came out and said, "Yeah, it was wrong. Like I didn't think about it. I didn't know about it. It was never taught to me like this, yeah. and it was wrong. And I'm sorry. And I'm going to work with. He works with the ASPCA now, right? Yeah. yeah. He nice. And they have even come out and said, you know, it was. Like not for the best, but it was sort of for the best yeah. because it's brought so much attention to dog fight, to, yeah. to that issue, and he's been such a spokesperson 
yeah. for and, that issue. And then he and tries to rebuild his career, and people's like, people are like, no, he doesn't get to do that because he fucked over. It's like, well, he paid for that. Yeah. He paid for that in literal tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. And, and prison time. And his freedom. We have to throw out cancel culture if we're going to get past I this I fucking moment. hate cancel culture. Yeah, I think it it's out. trash. It, I yeah. think it is a I think it's a weak move by people that don't know how to allow people to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And to me Twitter and I I put this in the notes, Twitter to me is for the left what Trump rallies are for Trump's base. Because the psychology behind a Trump rally like what those people are after is to be in a room where everyone thinks the way they do yes. because they watch the news and they hear all this anti-Trump stuff and all their friends are disowning them for being a Trump supporter. That's going to get really lonely and isolating. Yeah. And we're like, why is Trump still having all these rallies? That's why. It's so the those place people, where they can have people to connect. Those to, people yeah. can all get in a room yeah. and look around and go, Oh yes. Yeah. I am right. Everyone else is wrong. And that's Twitter for the it's, left. It's their farmersonly.com. Twitter. No, it's their like, comic con. People. Yeah. And, tw- yeah. and Twitter is the lefts. That yeah. is, that is Trump rallies for the left because you get on Twitter and it feels like the entire world thinks the same way you do. It feels like, holy shit. I woke up this morning and everyone in the world was mad about what John Wayne said in a Playboy interview in 1971. Yeah. All at once. No, they weren't. Like, so I no. guess John Wayne is canceled? Like, yeah. That's fucking... Meanwhile, people are going to work like, you fucking hear this thing about John Wayne? People are mad about John Wayne now? It's like, yeah. Imagine, on, imagine on... expecting John Wayne to have not been a racist. Yeah. Chuck, <laughs> like, listen to your fucking Public Enemy songs. He yeah. told you John Wayne was a he racist in 1989. <laughs> Like, yeah. you can't be surprised now. He was a now. grandpa in, like, the 70s. Of like, course he was racist. That's how they made him. Grandpa's now a racist. Yes. And I feel like Twitter is one. It's where a lot of people on the left go to have their worldview confirmed. Yeah. And I also think it turns politics into a phone game for a lot of people. I think a lot of people's main political intent is, well, if I get a ton of retweets... I did my oh, job. And baby. headline reading. Most yeah. That's the other thing too, just and, headlines. And I'm just really going to yeah. stick it to this Russian bot. I'm going to spend cool. a good hour interacting with this Russian bot and I'm helping. And meanwhile, I suspect a lot of those motherfuckers don't vote. Actually, most of Twitter's demographics are women in my age group. So if you think about it, like, oh, so y'all voted for Trump. Well, I guess so. But, uh, <laughs> but, but blogger, most so. of their, most of their consumers, most of their accounts are women in my age group. Um, there was an NPR article about it. I didn't make it up, but, um, I don't remember the hundred percent specifics of it, but it does. We, it's mostly women. And so it's an interesting place. Like Twitter for coupons now. <laughs> it's, it's. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh! If I feel like if you're thinking you, of Pinterest, I, I think feel you're like, thinking I feel of like Pinterest. You should have just like grown a Red Sox jersey when you said that. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just like it just came out of your skin. Um, but no, I think um, I I think it's a lot of places like where cancel culture. It's a place where women have gone to be, and I'm not saying it's appropriate, but it is where women go to get to be belligerent like that. I think you know what I mean, and but not just women. We call everybody, it mouthy. We mouthy, call it yeah, mouthy. exactly. Uh, it's it's a good way to. Get Get your feelings out without uh, falling down the stairs. Um, Just because the, they're a majority doesn't mean they're not the worst part. Like, no, the worst, the worst part is part. definitely. I get those trolls. Anybody, they jump on any me group that's in a name that has gate at the end is the worst part. Like that's yeah. 
Yeah. God, I saw a Pizzagate meme today where it was like, how who killed uh, who killed himself today? Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Don't yeah. even get me started. I saw a, a Pizzagate no, meme today. The, no, he did not kill himself today. Yeah, we he should, didn't uh, kill himself. It was Hillary Clinton. That was basically the meme. I don't think he killed himself, though. I think he was oh, fucking hell no. murdered. No, he was no, for, for sure, sure murdered. murdered. But like, and we should probably be in the fucking streets protesting yeah. over it yeah but like right the, the far writers saying oh the, the clintons they they finally caught up to him and then the, everybody else is going like well, maybe it was trump because he was about to I put trump away it was, how about we find out let's find out let's, let's find out, out. Nice. william barr was like i'm gonna get to the bottom of this it's like sure you are sure you sure, are buddy. weren't you on a list in there probably yeah. you know what's funny too is i, I one of the, my favorite things about the epstein th- thing was like it's nice to see that the clintons and the trumps can finally reach across the aisle Fuck and yeah. decide the same person needs to get Get murdered. The, la- uh, the last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here is the Green New Deal. I feel like Democrats need to embrace it a little bit more. I know Elizabeth Warren has and Bernie Sanders has. Yeah. And I think the problem is they need to push it more as a jobs thing. Well, the I fact mean, that I, it's called the New Deal, if you know anything, yeah. if you pass sophomore history, you happen to know that it's, it's a job creating yeah. program. Um, those for, are state based frameworks, if by the way. It's ever not necessarily 10th heard- grade, so. Hey, you know what? I went to the worst public schools from here to Phoenix, Arizona. Let me tell you. I'm just saying that that could have been for people in eighth grade up to senior year. You never know. That's Uh, I mean, that's true. I went to four different high schools, the last of which was a continuation. I know about (laughs) curriculum framework. Okay, I know you're a teacher. Hey, guys, in case you forgot. Jeff was a teacher. I was a teacher before I was in the World Wrestling Federation, and then I got Predator, and then I became the governor in that order, McMahon. But I agree. It's job. Oh, are you a fan of the Sunrise Movement? Have you heard of them? Those, those kids that march into like uh, Pelosi's office. Oh and, like, yeah, stage I just watched a documentary yeah. about them. I'm about it. Yeah, I feel like they they need to hit on the jobs aspect more. Maybe yeah. bring up our crumbling infrastructure yeah. that uh, we could probably employ people fixing. And I Fix feel roads. I feel like the cow farts thing scared a lot of Democrats, and now they're just. Like too spooked to talk about the Green New Deal, and it's which even that is a, um, a, a fart joke in, scared away a bunch. Even of that is an avenue to kind of hit on the fact that Republicans, in a lot of cases, just ignore or don't get science. Like so they make fun. Where of the yeah. fuck else do you think methane gas is coming from? We got millions of cows producing it of course it's an issue there's a there's a level of denial when it comes to health and jobs so for example when you look at like coal producing it's so bad for the people that actually do the mining yet people are so married to the profession as an identity so i think what you're asking people to do is like separate their the way they eat separate the way they recycle or not recycle separate from their actual identity and in a polarized society we are identified by the things we do or don't do wasn't there like a big thing about uh uh, somebody came in to attempt to retrain miners to do modern jobs and they like all patently refused and then yeah. the mine closed down anyway. The, and the they were like, part about well, it- man, yeah. I just wanted to keep going down into the dark hole with my pickaxe and picking some clean coal, man. They're just so And then they afraid. murdered my job. They gave me a chance to work in IT. I would have gotten a free computer class. That's like $40,000 right there for free. <laughs> And now I'm stuck here with soot on my face. I don't know how to do a C++. I don't know Linux. 
<laughs> All right. Jimmy, now, get back in here. The kids are chewing on the wires in the house. I'm talking right now to the to the lady from the papers. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so they closed the coal mine down, and, and I'm really bummed. I'm going to probably vote for him again, man. He's got some good ideas. I especially like the part about the Mexicans. <laughs> I yeah, it's a very uh, it it just yeah, it words me out because if you think about it, how many jobs like I got out of like working in drug and alcohol treatment and then out of being a tour guide because it's hard on my back to drive the vehicles required and it's hard on my soul to deal with those people. So if you think about it, like now I do like a little tech startup and yeah, it was scary. I had to learn a bunch of programs and I was afraid I was going to get fired every thirty seconds in addition to being a comedian. But and she did, and I did every thirty every thirty seconds, but. if you face those fears, maybe your back isn't going to be made out of fucking, you know, just broken glass by the time you're older. And the same thing is true with like those other industries. You can, I think if we create like a, a health dialogue around it, both physical and mental health, because there's just no way a sane, rational person, it, it sucks because like that characterization you're doing is more right on than what's what I'm proposing. But like, I wasn't doing you, a characterization. If, if, it's a real thing I saw. if you could just, if they, they just left the building. Um, but like, I, I just really want, I want people to look at these things as a health issue. Yeah. Mostly. Well, it's funny because you, when you're too busy trying to put food on your table, it's hard to think about what's happening 10 years down the line. Yeah. Years, you can't, it's like, I have this as part of a joke, but when I talk about the elderly and I'm like, they don't, they're not that invested in what's going to happen in 20 years because they know they're not going to be there. So they're going to fight against taxes now. Yeah. Yeah, They're going to, they're going to like the elderly are going to fight for their immediate needs because they don't have long-term goals. Yeah, you're right. So like when you're in a desperate situation is going to act the same way. Yeah. And that, that's exactly, but I mean, elderly is a literal existence of desperation. Like you're literally existing every day, trying not to die or hoping you die like those are yeah. the, the two existences of being over 78 or yeah. something like that but I, I think people who are that age group becomes very concerned about what happens to the poor when they have to eat fucking cat food and their meals on wheels gets cut off yeah. well that's it they hate the fucking government until meals on wheels gets cut off right or somebody gets involved in their medicare and then yeah. it's, and then they hate the government well, there's more. the famous photo of the fucking old man with the sign that just says keep your government hands out of my medicare I know. It's like Isn't a it's cute? like a famous oh, photo. Yeah. Isn't that cute? But that was also used to like demonize the elderly as well. Yeah. But also fuck the elderly. <laughs> yeah. I, so you, that, should you lose your voting rights. They don't after. get a pass for what they did and how they used to be. I think yeah. after 80, you don't get to vote anymore. Honestly. Do we need it? Yeah, probably you, not. None of the stuff that you're voting on is actually going to affect you. Yeah, like, so if, if we have a minimum <laughs> voting age, we should have a maximum voting age, too. We should definitely have a maximum voting age, and we should have a maximum public service age. So, like, if you're over a certain amount of, like, you shouldn't, like, nobody, nobody Trump, and, and that that would exclude Pelosi, that would exclude Bernie Sanders. A lot of those folks, like, maybe maybe these policies that they're creating don't affect them so much in the future, so maybe they should, like, you know, take a step back. Well, while we're pushing controversial policy ideas, unpopular opinions, I have mm-hmm. one because uh, to get back to Democrats pushing the Green New Deal as a jobs thing, I think they need to make it clear that this will create jobs yes. that uh, people can get. Sanders, maybe Sanders mentioned, says that every single time. And by the way, maybe com- throw in a thing. That's like a Bernie impression. Maybe throw I in. Know. A, Maybe throw in a thing about how 
uh, maybe we will prioritize recruiting for those jobs in areas that need those jobs Under the sure. most. Yes. You know, you need to fix the track. A coal miner could switch to construction. Right. Like, that's not. And then point out. maker can go electric car to railer. And know. then point out to people that uh, Trump has a plan, too. Yeah. And have you ever heard that that thing about how, well, illegal immigrants are here doing the jobs no one wants to do? Those are the jobs Trump wants to give you. He wants to deport people and give you those jobs. What we would like to do is create new jobs for you to have. And here's where it gets controversial. I think we need two minimum wages. I think we need a minimum wage for non-citizens and a minimum wage for citizens. And with the caveat that if you're here and working and paying taxes, we make becoming a citizen a thing that doesn't involve jumping through a million hoops. So the tax system is how you integrate people into the society right. to get them into. Oh, you integrate people that way. And also it removes that idea that, well, the only way to help immigrants is to take something from me. Like yes. that's what a lot of voters yeah. like. That's going to be their objection. And if you're like, no, well, they they're people you get that right like they deserve to be treated as people we at least agree on that well some people are not going to agree on that right and fuck them like you're never you're never going to reach them but my 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 dad types of people but if you can explain it to people and say well no you're still getting more by being a citizen we're just still treating them as people and if they really are just doing jobs no americans want then no Americans are going to go after those fucking jobs and they can keep doing those jobs, keep contributing to the economy and get paid a living wage. And everyone else who is mad about illegals taking jobs. No, they're not. We're creating new jobs. And we've they're got just, all, that you we've got want. all the jobs. We've got the best new. We're job. just not <laughs> locking kids in cages to give you jobs. Right. I mean, people used to, when I was growing up, kids used to ask me if my dad picked tomatoes for a living and I would come home and I would say, dad, my dad did not. He worked for the California prison system. No, No, he was a, he was a, he was a trade butcher who uh, taught, he was the superintendent of meat processing plant for the California state prisons. I grew up in a town with two prisons. So, um, he, uh, he used to, I used to tell him like kids would say this stuff to me and he'd say, don't worry me, huh? If they get their way, we'll buy lawn chairs and we'll watch why people pick tomatoes. Like that's, I mean, that's the, that's the truth is what you're asking. What those folks are asking for is the right to get a job changing linens in a hotel and they're not going to fucking do it. Right. They're not going to fucking do it. And the argument is always, well, Americans don't want those jobs. Okay. But that doesn't mean we get to pay people $2 an hour to right. do them. Yeah. Right. Like that's inhumane as When people don't yeah. want jobs and they won't work them then the market equilibrium pushes the pay scale up. So maybe it's the whole McDonald's in North Dakota thing when there weren't people to fill the jobs yeah. in, in McDonald's in North Dakota, because everyone was get, going there to work in fucking natural gas and oil. Right. Yeah. That eventually McDonald's was paying 35 an hour. Yeah. 
because Oof. there just wasn't enough people. Wow. Nobody wanted to work at McDonald's. There were better jobs. Ooh, there's a line about that, like in in Bioshock. It's like everybody comes here to to, to you know rapture the city where objectivism rules. It's a landmark video game, you guys. 2007. It's fantastic, and. Uh, you know, they're talking about this utopia. It's like everybody comes here to, you know, be a captain of industry, but they all forget someone's got to clean the toilets. That's yeah, true. and the, I feel like we, like, whoever gets the Democratic nomination needs to fucking drill that into people's head. And here's the thing. It's kind of just a myth. Like, if you look at the breakdown of what jobs undocumented workers do in this country it is not all picking strawberries no and changing not in the least. sometimes it's working as but it wouldn't, the it wouldn't for be prison the worst idea for democrats to kind of drill yeah. that into people's heads and say well yeah those are the jobs trump wants you to have what we're proposing oh. is we let uh people yeah. keep those jobs we treat them as humans and we also uh give you new jobs Fixing our fucking crumbling And then country. they get canceled you, on Twitter for not using the proper phrase of... Exactly. For, for misgendering people. somebody. The the thing about... Um, did you hear about the, the raid this last week at that meatpacking plant? In Mississippi. Yeah. yeah there gross. was this chilling, chilling soundbite of an 11-year-old on camera saying, my dad didn't do anything wrong. He's not a criminal. Yeah. His parents went to work at the meatpacking plant and he came he came home that day from school an orphan. Yeah. And, and I agree. I think that is a humane way to kind of deal with that because those... And it's Trump the, creating holes. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Like he's called for more of those raids. That's taking people who are working jobs like that company is going to be like, I don't have anyone to work Apparently now. there yeah. were And several- Trump will be like, I got an answer for you. There were several yeah. misconduct claims against the owner of that plant, by the way. And that plant had also, the owner had just been busted for $3.5 million in uh, wage theft. You yeah. Caught for. So you think the feds just squeezed him in another direction? I think he probably. He fucked up. And see that, I feel like that's going to be Trump's argument is, well, Democrats want uh, open borders because they want to keep that like cheap labor industry going. Oh, well, possibly that could be it. You know that yeah. that's not unheard of. But it's also, going to be his argument. But it's also I promise you that we were here. We were here. That. I don't know how far your family lines go back, but when people like it, it, my, I do have family that goes stretches back to Mexico. But like for the most part, most of the family lines dead end to a fucking reservation in California. Calling the feds on it. You know. Right yeah. Now. Please. Do, yeah. Please do. Um. But it, it's it's it's. The open borders, it's, it's, ah, we want the open borders because A, they're open Doing anyway. I'm so mad. I'm just so, it open makes borders. me so mad. <sighs> Why I ought to open those borders. And when I get those open borders in the steel cage, McMahon, <laughs> things are going to go a lot differently for those borders <laughs> at WrestleMania. Well, there it is. With all that said, I do think it's too Green late. New Deal. I do think, yeah, the, like, what if what if they get we gave them Green New Deal jobs? What if they had we offered immigration reform, tied it into the Green New Deal, and they got to do stuff like create solar panel fields and create like wind farms and things? I I give feel them like technical like, industrialized jobs. I, I mean, we give those to the white people that are saying they can't. If get If you want employed? the white people to move forward, go for the send them to the fucking white people. Well, I mean, that's the. That's I would the, like more white people to have jobs. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like there, me too. Because there has all to be, be so, stop being so angry. <laughs> there has to be some aspect of it that addresses 
places like Baltimore and Chicago yeah. where crime and poverty are fucking through the roof. I know we get mad when Trump brings it up because he brings it up in a kind of racist way, but it's also true. Yeah, it's not. not and the fact isn't true. What, yeah. Like the implication might not be right, but the the fact is 100 percent there. Well, right. In California. And like have- if the if it's a jobs program. Yeah. Some of it has to be directed to those communities. And I feel like that's because that's what he wants to do. Like, if you look at his early plans, also, he wants to cut the J-1 visa program. Yeah. Which is what brings people here from China and India to work at Facebook. And he not only wants to cut that, but he wants to replace it with a applicant pool of people drawn from inner city areas. Hmm. And how, as a Democrat, do you argue against that? Well, and how, as a Republican, do you vote for that? Because you want your shit-eating kid to fucking get that job at Google and Facebook before those before those kids getting bust in from the inner city. Well, they're talking about the the J one visa holders. So you're you're having Indian and Chinese kicked out and being replaced oh. by inner city youth. Oh, or I know. Inner city yeah. people. I know. So like the white like Trevor's not not getting Trevor's there. not getting into fucking Berkeley because he's mediocre. That's why. Yeah, well. Because he has nothing to push him to. That, I mean, that's the other thing. Those people coming in on those J-1 visas, a lot of them fucking are studying via streetlight wherever they're from. Like, right. But yeah. you can still make the argument that Facebook is profiting off of a cheap labor pool. Yeah. Like yeah, I know, I know there's a, I know there's a really popular perception that, oh, well, we're just not good at that stuff here. Okay. Oh yeah, we are. We could, yeah. and we could focus on that because all those kids playing fucking doing video game tournaments right now, playing Fortnite tournaments, fucking teach them how to program. Yeah. yeah. Teach, they, teach them how to program, teach them code. They're door dashing outsourcing. Right. Ah. They're, like, they're just like literally ordering the outsourcing to their own area. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't know. Well, that's fun. It's well, all fun. I feel I, that's real good. If, I, if, for example, if the Green New Deal were happening back when I was just getting out of high school, things were so bad. It's happening, man. That no, but what I'm saying is, is like if I was offered a program where I could learn a trade instead of going to college and get a little bit of stipend where I could be in the workforce within a year, I would have done it, and I wouldn't be a comedian yeah, except- today. That our generation was told that learning a trade is not the honorable thing to See, do. I come from a our, trade family. They our never generation to me that was way. lied to about college. Yeah. I was told that going to a vocational technical high school was not the thing to do. That going to a college prep high school and then going to college because that's how you get good jobs. And then we graduated college and we're not given good. Well, I got a good job. But like most people graduated college because that's what they were lied to about. What? There's already sound effects on it. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, Jeff had his headphones off. I, I played, a, uh, he had no I played a sad trombone. <laughs> but like, no, like I think that like the college thing was a, was like our generation. Yeah. We were offered that like tech schools offer that. And I had parents when I was teaching that would still be like, I don't want my kid going to Bay path. It's where the shitty Fuck. kids go. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's where the bright kids go. And if you want your kid to be an engineer, send him to the place yeah. that has robot class. And here's not the thing. The fucking call, your kid doesn't need Shakespeare. If he wants to learn how to be a fucking here's the, engineer. That's true. Here's the thing with that, like- with that argument, it's kind of like uh, the argument for keeping private healthcare, but also having healthcare for all Uh, well off white people can still fuck with that. 
Like you yeah. can you can still be like, no, I don't want my son to go to a trade school. I want him to go. Well, fucking send him there and pay for yeah, it. Send him to your private like you store. can still do that. But I feel like there are a lot of people out there that also that are living in situations where if you were like, hey, you want to enter into this jobs program and you'll have a job in a year, a lot of people would fucking do it. Like, yeah, man. I, I like. Yeah, maybe not target that at the suburbs, but at the inner cities or in the rural areas where the coal mines are shutting down. Well, sure. that's the thing. Well, it's that's the like union system. The, the whole thing is targeting it toward areas that need it. Yeah. And yeah. that is what, like, Democrats to need to wrap their head around the idea that that's what Trump is going to do. You got to find a way to convince teenagers to want to be plumbers. Or, yeah. like, you got to find a way to show the glamour in fucking... Like, honestly, like, the wealthiest people that were in my town were tradespeople, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were people that have plumbing businesses and yeah. electrician businesses and contractors who fucking know how to do shit. Because, honestly, if the apocalypse hits, it's not fucking Mr. History Major over here that's going to be valuable. It's going to be the people that know how to fucking install a water main... Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, this circuit. urban planner is going to help set up Barter Town. Useless. Right? Yay. Fucking useless. Useless. Who? They're going to need podcasts, though, Barter right? Town. Useless. Oh, we are no. Fuck. Oh, no. Fuck. We just sort of put you in, in, a, in a big, uh, in an elevated position in the middle of the, uh, uh, of the, you know, asylum, and then you just sort of talk at everybody. And I'll be like the radio. The, I'll be yeah, like the DJ morning, in, in the Warriors. I'm going to start a cult. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a cult. Oh, like fuck a, so we've yeah. all got different plans. Yeah, and we're right. gonna we're gonna like serve like quinoa that we grew ourselves. And I shit. feel like we it's can be hot. Flip this into a cult. Uncult? For sure. I have all the subscribers' addresses. Uncult. We just need to go door to door. Recruit. Maybe we have a, a army of a thousand. We have you send heard them the, out. Excuse me. Have you heard the unpopular word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. Have you heard the good opinion? Uh, yeah. No, I, I think. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. This is a good ass sode here. This was a good sode. Good sode. It was a heavy sode. It was. Uh, we were. We came in. It's slightly warm in here mm-hmm. and we came in ready to get cereal. We came in hot. Uh, so around the room, is Trump going to win in 2020? Anna. Yeah. I yeah. think AOC is going to be our first female president. No. Danger. Fuck no. No. I think he is. I think he's going to win. And I think that that moment's going to make uh, somebody like AOC, probably AOC, get propelled to the presidency. I don't. Woo, I hope I mean, so. A la Bush to Obama. I hope we have mm-hmm. more elections. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm living for Ted Cruz's new beard look. Like I'm, I'm loving watching these old Republicans just get weirder and weirder and become more and more like supervillains. It's hot. My favorite <laughs> politics moment of the past couple years was when Ted Cruz beat Jimmy Kimmel in basketball. They played hilarious. They played one on one, and Ted Cruz just fucking. Because well, didn't Ted Cruz have a video where he like fucking hit himself in the balls trying to do a under the legs, a between the legs dribble? Yeah, it could and he be hit himself in the balls. Hey, at least so he tried have, it. He Get handled that man Jimmy a participation Kimmel, trophy. Um. I would foul the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. That's how I was in basketball. Just a real fucking brick wall. Over the back yeah. fouls. Just getting charges where I wouldn't move. You, know? <laughs> you ever play basketball with someone who doesn't realize that jumping over your back is a foul? Like someone significantly bigger than you? Probably no, I'm haven't. I am that person. I, it, I honey I honey badger my way through all things in life. I, I have just... a cousin named Jason <laughs> and we would play basketball as kids and he was maybe six to eight inches taller than me and just gigantic. And every time he would go up for a rebound, he would just jump into my back and I almost died. Balls balls to back. Almost suffocated. Back. Yep. Oh my god. So 
That's the best kind of suplex to do <laughs> is the balls to back <laughs> suplex, McMahon. All right, we should wrap this up. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Voting, please vote. Please vote. And, in, the primary. Uh, in the primary. Follow me on uh, Twitter, I guess, at Adam Todd Brown, Todd with one D, and Instagram. That's still fine, I suppose. <laughs> it's uh, not. Leave it's me all alone. Garbage. Like, I have a fan page on Facebook, but. Don't use Facebook. Do you do like a mailing list so people can hear from you? Get I the do, good word, but I don't like the to be a bother. Opinion. I have a big email mailing list that I never use. You should use it. And yeah, fucking, I'll be in touch. Don't worry, everybody. You'll I'll hear call from you. Me. Yeah, you'll hear from me. Well, if you and also patreoncom slash pops. That's how you really show your support. Anna, put that put that money in there. Anna, what do you got? To uh, you can find me at Anna V is fun on Twitter and Instagram. You can catch me on my two unpopular opinion podcasts, uh, mm. Brouhaha, which is taking a hiatus and a um, and a J. 12, 12 questions podcast. Uh, also I know, spelled with a J. With a, I know that we've been missing for the last couple of weeks. Mama has been going through some dramatic shit and uh, podcast editing was just not at the top of her brain. Wow. Um, so you got to put content out. Anna. I got to put some fucking content wow. out or I will disappear. Um, um, if you are a fan of slightly misspelled or grammatically incorrect emails, because I went to four different high schools and was encouraged to join a trade, not study, uh, please uh, go to my website, com. hit the subscribe. I always send a picture of myself authoring that that email uh, so you know exactly what I look like in that moment. And, uh, Is this for coming? No. They just need to have that connection. You know what? I might. I, you know what I've been thinking about? This is what I've been thinking about. Because uh, I need a little extra income. How much money would I make to karate kick people in the dick? I'd pay 75 bucks a pop, probably. For I'll, other I'll, other I'll people? Give, hundreds, right? I get hundred, hundreds I'll give of you 75 bucks to kick Jeff. Just in the to nuts. kick people in the dick? Okay. Yeah. So uh, get at me, tweet at me, uh, at Annie on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead, Jeff. Jeff, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, find me at annavillanswayla.com. You can uh, oh, me get too. videos ah! of me karate kicking myself in the dish. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm just going to give my PayPal and my Venmo. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want to start promoting now. You can find me on the internet at Hey There Jeffro on Twitter and Instagram. Leave me alone on Facebook. Uh, the Let's see. Uh, you can listen to me on Sideshow Sideshow with Jeff May through Sideshow Collectibles. You can catch me there. Um, most recent episode with Adam Todd Brown. Hey. Gross. I know. So you can hear us talk about toys and shit. Uh, and on top of that, you can hear me on Tom and Jeff Watch Batman with Gamefully Unemployed. And if you follow on Pops, you probably do Gamefully Unemployed, right? That seems... Probably. That seems like a pretty... That cross-section, that Venn diagram is probably pretty overlapping. So listen yeah. to Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Me and Tom Ryman watch and then discuss Batman. Great free episode with Adam on Batman Forever, by the way. Hell yeah. Batman Forever. Danger with a J. Oh, yeah. Don't what do you care. have to plug? Danger. Uh, please... Please support countless thousands. Go to patreon.com slash nope. countless thousands nope. to support AnnaValenzuela.com. To, <laughs> yes. to support our punk rock musical about this exact conversation. Yay. Basically. Election colon a post apocalyptic musical. I'm really excited about that. Please, please show that excitement with three dollars a month at patreon.com slash countless thousands. Mm, Pretty I great. Got, I got three dollars. Yeah. Uh, of course you do. So does Jeff. Steep. Yeah. Seems spendy. <sighs> It's pretty great. Also, we put, uh, I mean, we're putting out new music every single month. Uh, a lot of. That's what I get with the Patreon? That's what you get. New music every single month. Because uh, we put out an album in 2011. <laughs> we put out another EP in 2016. I have that one. We put out a much smaller a EP album. 
I'll uh, thank it. you very much. Put put out another smaller EP in 2017, and then we took two years off. I probably have that one. Too. Music doesn't come out that quickly, except through Patreon. This guy's making more uh, more kids than he is albums over here. You know <laughs> this guy's been I, doing some baby making. Yeah, and that's the point. Is if if you We're guys subscribe sick. on the Patreon, <laughs> then my daughter will be able to grow up in a house of music. Like that. I love oh, yeah, it. You're you like Amanda Palmer, but you don't have a like a rich novel. <laughs> but you pay your backing musicians. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not successful. That did that too. Oh, like, else is on more this like thing. Robert Palmer. Oh, that's came not bad. Up. Yeah. Patreon comes with counts thousands. This mixer came he with built in sound effects. Okay, we'll keep He might as well face it. He's addicted to love. I mean, keep that one. And if you want to see me contribute to the Twitter problem, it's at countless one zero zero. Yeah, we might These be are fine. Way better. Hold we on. might just be fine. <laughs> oh, yep. I love that one. I need yes. that. Yep. I need that. That one. That one sounds like what hugging Mariah. That might Carey's be the new dinger. Like. That one can probably go. I bet. Is there cricket? Cricket? I'm going to hear that a lot. We need to get a, a better cricket. We need better yeah. crickets though. What's red? You know the hardest <laughs> part. <laughs> What Ruby, the hell? Ruby, 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 Soho. Oh, laughter. Hey. Yeah, dude. Hey. Oh, yeah. We're funny, finally. Hey. Guys, that was such a sad podcast. Do you think people are just like at home crying? <laughs> no. I hey, everybody I... at home. How do you feel about this podcast? Tweet at us. At oh, <laughs> All right, I guess. You should put one of the sound buttons as just the phrase Anna Valenzuela. I like how long that laugh is, too. It's still going. Those people are dead, by the way. (laughs) All right, let's get out of here, everybody. Anna, say goodbye. Bye. Danger, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Jesse Ventura rookie card. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. And so on. And so on. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.